0: Hello and welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast with me, your host, Freddie Hall. I hope you're doing all okay. I know you might not be watching now because there's a certain other game that's being played right now that people may consider to be a big game but uh, if you're not watching Liverpool Manchester United tonight, Adam's looking very curious. Like, what, what, what teams are these? It's a cruelly FC What are you tonight.
2: talking about? This is an NFL podcast. Tonight. No one, no, no, no one's interested in Man United <laughs> and Liverpool. It's a six point relegation battle, isn't it? You know, I find this very rude
1: as being someone from Liverpool myself, but I'll let it slide because it's you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: Well it's not the big teams of Aston Villa, Crawley or Arsenal playing, then, you know, you're watching Liverpool May night. But don't worry, just because we're on there doesn't mean you can't catch it again on our socials, on YouTube as well. Another divisional preview for you tonight. This time we go to the West. We were talking about the East last week. We've got the AFC West tonight and the NFC West. Adam back with me again. And a face that you may get more familiar with throughout the season. His name is Ben Tinchello. We call him Tinch. He's going to be joining our fantasy guys over on the fantasy show, doing more stuff over there. As you can quite obviously see, a very big Las Vegas Raiders fan.
1: I'm a Chiefs fan. What you on about? <laughs> I've been a Chiefs fan for years. Clearly. Just loves, <laughs> lo-
0: just loves that Pat Mahomes. Love me some Pat Mahomes. Oh, I love <laughs> me some
1: Pat Mahomes.
0: Get me? <laughs> <laughs> well, as you can clear tell, Raiders will be a as a topic, but we're going to talk about so, as well as the rest of the NFC West, the rest of the NFC West as well. We'll start off with you, Adam, tonight, though, a division hosting the Kansas City Chiefs, the LA Chargers, the Las Vegas Raiders and the Denver Broncos. Big teams in there, some big quarterback play. Lots going to happen this year. Lots of movement in that division this year. It was firework. It didn't feel like it was. It felt like it, well, it felt like it was going to be fireworks last year. Then it didn't really happen. at whereas this year, surely the FC West is the place to be for all your NFL needs. Yeah,
2: it's it's a mental division, isn't it? And mm. I went through each team, looked at their rosters, looked at their schedules. I've no idea, literally <laughs> no idea. It is ridiculous. I each team has pretty much got six guaranteed wins. And then the rest could go any way. It could be, it, they're just coin flips. They really are. They're such strong teams. And the other thing is, is that they've got to play the NFC West, who we'll be talking about later, who have got some really good teams in it as well. And so I think it's going to be incredibly difficult. Whoever wins this division is going to be so sort of beaten down in order to win the division that they may end up struggling further on. The only team that I can really, I really feel I have an opinion on, and this probably isn't going to go down very well, hmm. is the Raiders. And I just feel they're just, the, the one thing that I felt was that when you look at that team, it's just not quite as strong as the others. But yeah, I mean, I, I've, no, I, I don't know. It could go any way.
0: Well, we're certainly hoping for fireworks in that division this year. I mean, Tinch Adams come out swinging. I mean, is there a counter argument to why the Raiders are a weaker team compared to the My rest? My main the counter rest of the argument
1: is, and this has gone on between me and Adam for such a long time. I know how much he hates the Raiders, and he just cannot help himself when it comes to just taking a little dig. But at the same time, I can see where he's coming from we put a lot of kind of big names up there in the like receiving corps and stuff. And we've got a real good like outside D line. But we've done nothing with the offensive line or interior defence either. And there's mm-hmm. nothing gone on there. And as you can, like from last year, I think we had the high, we allowed the highest amount of QB pressures in the mm-hmm. entire league that season. And they've just kind of left that and not done anything with it. So I can see where Adam's coming from from that kind of point of view. That should have been something we worked on, and we didn't at all. Instead, we just got out and got some offensive weapons. But yes, it's probably going to be incredible, real fun to watch. We're going to score some big points, but we're quite likely to concede a lot of points as well. And it's going to come out to kind of big shootouts in a lot of games, I think, especially division games.
0: It's the saltiness, Adam, about the Raiders because that they have a certain? A certain It
1: wasn't before, but it, he's always had something to get a dig
0: about. <laughs> First, it was John Gruden, and now it's Devontae. Now, now
2: it's re- yeah, it's now really personal. That's it. They've got a really nicked our bloody receiver. It's outrageous. I think it's just, just an excuse.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I just feel like they just don't quite have it. Like compared to the other. They've got some great players there. I mean, you know, we were talking about Max Crosby, um, brilliant player. What more do you need on the defense? They've improved in certain areas, uh, in especially on the D line. I I like Josh Jacobs. I think he's a good running back, but I, I don't know how well he's gonna do with the O line. And as Tinch was saying, it's like they've been in high scoring blowouts in the last couple of years so I don't see it changing given the fact that these other teams have improved even more I think there's going to be a lot of them it's going to be as we've said very very exciting to watch but I, I'm i so glad I'm not a fan of one of them teams because I think it's going to for someone who's a fan I think it's going to be horrific no, I really be, do
1: if it goes wrong it's going to be very upsetting for the entire yeah. Yeah. <laughs> after all the excitement in the off season as well <laughs> yeah
0: and I've got I've gone completely blank on you, your new coach as well for the Raiders because obviously there's more you other than Devontae Adams you've got um the Josh, the ex Patriots Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels
1: yeah Josh I think McDaniels. that might will be the saving grace when it comes to things like lack of players in the offensive line and that interior defense that I spoke about it's a completely new system so yes we mm. allowed all those QB pressures last year but if he's running a different system it might work completely different with the players we've got and it could turn out quite well but. So we've got to wait and see what happens, really.
0: I mean, he's, he's an incredibly experienced um, coordinator in the NFL, obviously having all the glory years at the uh, at New England Patriots. Tried his hand in Denver. I don't believe it worked out so well. Was going to try his hand in Indianapolis. Did, that didn't happen at all. That completely backfired. Um, and, I mean, we're, we're talking about the Rams, but We've got to talk about the teams. Obviously, we've got to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. Pat Mahomes, the best quarterback in the league for some people maybe join top with Josh Allen for some other people but either way a, a sensational quarterback who's going to be lining up this league for many years to come but that's not the conversation we're having about the Kansas City Chiefs this year is it Tinge? It's more about what they've lost with Tyreek Hill that, that it doesn't feel like they've really reinforced in that many areas why wide receiving core is still bad I mean you still got Travis Kelsey they went and brought in Justin Reed the safety from te- the, the Houston Texans up there um, no, defensively I, like I think's a phenomenal signing he's a young really good safety but Is it just going to be business as usual for Kansas City this year or do you reckon there's going to be moments of struggle here for them?
1: I think there could be a couple moments of struggle, like you say, because they've lost quite a few players and you don't really see those names being replaced. Mm. But you've got to always remember it's still the Kansas City Chiefs. Majority of the team that we saw from last year in the past two years and they're still a very strong team. But then when it comes to the Raiders and Chiefs, you never know what's going to happen. Sometimes Mm. we go in there and just blow them out and vice versa. You just don't know what's going to happen. But I think... Maybe looking at them playing against the other teams, they're still a very strong team and can still pull out some good wins, despite not maybe replacing big names like Tyree Killens, things like that.
0: Well, Tyra Matthews also a name, that. I suppose Justin can read his there, but, but Tyra Matthews is one of the best safeties in this league at the minute, Adam. Do you see the Kansas City Chiefs struggling this year? I feel like every year it's almost like we feel like they're not improving and yet we, we, as soon as we get into season we go oh yeah that, they're the Kansas City Chiefs they're, they're really good it doesn't it doesn't matter
2: really I, I think it's a really difficult one to try and measure the Chiefs this year because obviously Tyreek not being there anymore is a massive mm-hmm. loss having said all that they've bought in MVS. he's kind of like a budget version of <laughs> um, of him and they've got you know Juju Smith-Schuster's there as well so in a way, it's almost like it, it's a little bit like with um with the Packers, it's like you've got more receivers, but you've got not as high a quality receiver as the main one. So it it depends. It can um whether Mahomes spreads it out enough. Obviously uh, Kelsey's gonna get loads of targets, so that's the one who's probably gonna receive the most. But I, I think offensively when you've got a talent like Mahomes, he will just get the job done anyway. Um, The O-line has improved. We saw that at the back end of last year. That's still the same. I can't see that changing. Um, The run game is still not great, I must say. But maybe with the improved O-line, it will become a bit better. There's loads of hype about this um, Isaiah Pacheco. who was a seventh round pick for them. Lots and lots of hype about the fact that they seem to think that um, Clyde Edward Soler is going to sort of like be the starter. But Pacheco genuinely has a chance of being the backup and, and may end up over the over the course of the season taking over if he can continue doing what he's doing. There's not a lot else there. They've got like Ronald Jones and Jack McKinnon. So they're OK, but not great. So, yeah, I, I think the, the Chiefs, are, are, I think they might drop off a little bit. They might come down a bit. But I think there'll still be a very tough team to try and beat. Mm. There's still a lot of depth in that running
1: back situation, yeah. though. Like mm. you say, it's not like if one of them gets injured, they're screwed like other teams could. But there is a lot of depth there still.
0: I agree. And uh, we have to make a special mention, because I'm sure if you are on the fantasy show this year, quite a bit to but We may see this little fella a, a couple of times. This is Bear, Mr. Bear. I love how happy... Biggest I Chicago
1: love, fan, obviously. Yeah,
0: big, big Chicago there. I love that we jumped on the You immediately moved to, to protect his dignity for the world to see. It was oh. very, very nice of an owner for you. And I'm sure I probably granted some people's wishes with their eyes as well. But, uh, <laughs> bless you. Well, Mr. Bear, I'm sure he'll be giving us a lot of fantasy advice throughout the season as well. well let's That's move right on to the, the Chargers. Again, a team that we have such high hopes up for every year. The team that I say are the most liked in the NFL. I always really like them. I think they're a, a really strong unit. I mean, they brought in Khalil Mack this year, JC Jackson, Justin Herbert, still got so much more to give to this league. Um, the, the wide receivers, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, maybe one of the best duo combination in the league at the minute, Adam. With these plays that they've brought in and the way that the Chargers have been progressing, do, do you see them... Having a, a successful this year, yeah. I mean, they've got to be looking at the playoff scenario, surely.
2: Yeah, I, I think they've reached the point now, haven't they? Where it's they, they've just been missing out on the playoffs the last couple of years. This is the year that they really need to sort of tip that over and and become a playoff team. Uh, as you said, that the defense was the problem last year. That was, hmm. that was the one, and and it's a little odd, really, because obviously, like you know, Staley is a is well known as being a bit of a defensive coach, so. It it was a little strange, but then he's brought in some guys that he wants to bring in. Like you said, Khalil Mack is going to be a, a positive for them. J.C. Jackson is a massive signing for them. Mm. Um, corner was a real problem for them, so I think that's great. The offense is still the same. Nothing's really changed defensively. They're a good offense, and they'll, they'll carry on being a good offense. Yeah, they really need to, but so do the Chiefs, and so do the Broncos, and <laughs> <laughs> so does everyone. Sort of thing. It's like. But you, you feel like this is the year that they they really should. They re, like I mean we, I think we both have a bit of a soft spot for the Chargers. We always have that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I do feel like I feel like they've reacted to the Rams winning. That that was a that was a big thing. They kind of lost the fandom of L. A. because of the Rams, and so I think they've reacted by bringing in these big name ins and trying to do something and. Yeah, I mean hopefully for their sakes they they do something, but they they really they need to be looking at, at playoffs now.
0: And would you say it's interesting these big name signs they brought in Khalil Mack, JC Jackson? I mean, JC Jackson was phenomenal last year. Maybe he won the best man, the best man's man corner in, in the league. He goes to Chargers. Is he gonna be the same player? Was it system over talent, maybe? You know, Khalil Mack. You guys, you know all about how good Khalil Mack was at the Raiders. Went to the Bears, had pretty much one to two successful seasons. We haven't really heard anything from Khalil Mack after that. Can he erupt back to his former glory with Joey Bosa, sort of as that nice tandem next to him? I feel like both
1: those players you mentioned, they are more, they are the players as they perform rather than they work in the system, especially Khalil Mack. Mm -hmm. Like you say, you saw how good he was at the Raiders for those couple of years. And then John Gruden bid him off for some ridiculous reason for a stupid round pick. (laughs) Not better about it, don't worry. (laughs) Uh, But he he was still good at the Bears. Um, I think he was probably troubled at the Bears with a poor team at the time. I think coming to a team like the LA Chargers, um, massive. He's going to be massive there, I think, which is massively worrying for me. But I think he's really going to perform there.
0: Well, essentially, you traded Khalil Mack for Josh Jacobs, Clellan, Ferrell and uh, Jonathan Abrams and look how, and look how that worked. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it's best we just don't talk about that, really, right, <laughs> <isn't> it, <laughs> uh, We of all course, knew it yes. was
1: bad at the time but we were like, "In Gruden, we trust? And, I mean,
0: <laughs> 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 the instincts were correct at the time, I think. Yeah, that's
1: it. I think Chargers are a team that I'm very worried about this year for the Raiders anyway because, I mean... Especially Justin Herbert's been just phenomenal since he's joined the league. Mm. He's kind of up in that category of, you know, you, um, Patrick Mahomes and people like that. And he's just been incredible since he's got in. And like Adam says, I think this probably is a year they should really do really well because that offence is still solid. And with improvements to the defence and things like that, they are actually looking like quite a worrying team. Mm.
0: But the problem is when you back the Raiders up against that corner of the wall, you look at one corner and you see the LA Chargers are a frightening team. You look in the other corner and you see Kansas City Chiefs are another team. But then, then you look in the last sudden, corner. Someone's got to put Wilson. Russell Wilson into the wrong <laughs> Like,
1: what's going on? I thought we had at least one team was a solid win and no longer is it. It's well, not course. good.
0: Russell Wilson as a lot, you know, is my favorite player in the NFL. Though I'm a Steeler fan. I just love that guy, and I love what the Denver Broncos are doing this year, bringing in Russell Wilson. But I mean, they've really got a good defense, they've got some great offensive power as well. Javante Williams, the running back, who just looked incredible last year, looks like he's going to be getting a lot more snaps this year. Maybe not as much as a tandem with Melvin Gordon, more, and he's going to put himself in the driving seat. You got Russell Wilson, who's now going to, you know. Jerry, Judy, Cortland Sutton, and and Albert O and uh, players like that, and KJ Hamlin must have been having absolute kittens. Uh, tinch, when they, they saw that Russell Wilson was traded to, I mean, they must have gone, oh, you know, see you Noah, see you Shelby, bye Drew, um, and then they got Russell. Then I mean, they must have been ecstatic okay, with that with that trade.
1: You gotta be, yeah, it's hmm. perfect for that team, I think is it well they've always been a fairly strong team, especially the past couple of years, struggle with QB issues and things. And but they've always had some good weapons in that team. And they just mm. put in it's kind of a missing piece, isn't it? Putting a big QB like that in almost problem solved.
0: Mm. And Adam, I mean unfortunately Andrew isn't here to but Andrew has said for a long time on this podcast, all Denver needs to do is go and get that veteran quarterback. And we said in drafts gone by, why are they, why are Denver not looking at quarterback? Why Andrew's always gone now that they, they always go for a veteran, look what they've done with them. When Peyton Manning, they went with Joe Flacco. They did try to draft a load. It never worked out. They're going to go for a veteran this year, not look to the draft. And and sure, they did do that. And like, do you agree with Tinch for This is the thing that will tip them over the edge now? Or do you think it's going to take a season or two to adjust?
2: I, I think it might take a season. I, I don't think it's necessarily going to happen straight away, but it is the missing piece. As as Tinch said, It's um, that was the problem that they had. They've lost Tim Patrick. You know he's out for the season. That is is a big loss. He has that. yeah he has done well over the last couple of years. So it's a shame that he's gone. But it, it's very much a matter of Russell Wilson being allowed to do what he wants to do. And if they're going to let him do what he wants to do, then he'll probably be okay. I, I think that it's just it's just such a stacked division that it, I think it might take a year for them to for Wilson to gel with the team get get adjusted to everything and then be okay. But they are now going to be a team for the next, probably next five years are going to be right up there. Like I say, maybe not this year, but in the five years after, definitely. It's it's ridiculous. You know, it really is. I mean, they brought Randy Gregory in as well. So it's not even yeah. like, you know they've only focused on the quarterback. They put him in. They've got some really good defenders. That you know it's all. It's been a great defense for a few years. And like some people, like there's you some say, people
0: can, think, that Pat will be the number one quarterback next year.
2: Yeah, I, I think he he has more. This season, you know, he's right. certainly got a chance. He, I mean, there's there are some really good corners in this. Do, uh, in this league, but I do think that he does have a chance to to certainly be there. If not this year, then certainly in the years to come. Um, you've got an <laughs> amazing running back in Javonte Williams, who's who will do really well. I think I get the feeling Melvin Gordon might be a little bit more involved than what you think, but really? I, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because they're both they're both great running backs, and this is the point. So. Yeah, they're going to do well. I think they might just miss out on the playoffs, but it's it's going to be close. I think it's hard to call at the moment who's going to miss out on the playoffs and who's going to get it,
1: really. Like you say, we're so stacked at the moment. I was thinking, oh, we've signed some like, decent players. It's going to be a walk in the park and then you kind of look what else is going on and it's no longer is.
0: <laughs> so, Gavin said that, Adam, what what where, where, where do you think everyone lands?
2: Um, I'm going to be very boring and go for the Chiefs again. <laughs> I, I think I think they'll win it. I've got Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. Of course. <laughs> of course. You, you, you agree,
0: <laughs> do you agree with that, Tinch? Um,
1: obviously not. I'm very biased. I'm putting my Raiders <laughs> on the top. <laughs> <laughs> but nonsense out of nonsense... I, I'm still looking at the Broncos coming kind of down the bottom. I think they're, they are a strong team, but I'm looking at them not quite as strong as the others. And like Adam says, just because with a new QB, it might take them a year or so to adjust into that. Hmm. But quite honestly, above that, between the Chargers, Chiefs and the Raiders, I'm looking at it and I, I can't call it. I hmm. cannot call it. I think there's a lot going on in each team. And with each team's got their own weaknesses in certain areas, which could hinder... But it depends who you play and how you perform on the day sort of thing. And for me, it's not callable at the moment. But I'm still going to put my Raiders
0: on the top, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it could, we could see we could see every team in this division with a winning record. Yeah, that could, you could. that could easily happen in this division. I think.
2: I, I mean, think enough- looked over. Adam's looking for the schedule a little bit more than us do, maybe, but it's mm. from the No, I like, it. No, it could happen. I mean, they they mm. do have, like I say, I think there is each team has got six wins that are, are mm. near enough guaranteed because they're, the, the who they're playing, it's like they're playing the AFC South. So they've, they've all got mm. to play Jacksonville. They've all got to play <laughs> Houston. I mean, they should all be winning both of them games. There's about mm. six of them on each team. Yeah. And then the rest of it is just, Could go any way, and if they all split, it's entirely possible that you could end up with a lot of nine and eights. You know Mm -hmm. that could happen easily. So yeah, it's it's not out of the question. I just think that I just feel that the Raiders' squad depth is just slightly a little bit less. I think that with the Broncos, as I said, when it comes to Russell Wilson, I think it might take a year. (laughs) I'd love to see the Chargers win it, but I. Sometimes it's just that sort of like, you know, Mahomes is just my homes, isn't it? And he just sort of mm. gets them over the line a lot of the time and you just kind of feel like it might they might just sneak it. It's the Chiefs bit the Chiefs, isn't it? They start well,
1: especially <laughs> last season and maybe the season before everyone was like, Oh, they're not and then they just pull it out the bag at the end of the season and kind of punish it off, don't they?
0: They're a phenomenal team, and it's gonna be a, hopefully a firework of a division. But we'll move over to the NFC side of things. A division last year, but was seen as the fireworks division and is really t- <laughs> completely turned around this year, really. We have the uh, Rams, our Super Bowl champions of last year, the Seattle Seahawks, the San Francisco 49ers and the... Can't remember off the top of my head. I told Arizona you every time Cardinals. I do Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> every time I do this with division, I, say, I, I did bragged. the
1: same thing earlier. Byron asked me, and we were going through the divisions, and I couldn't remember the Arizona Cardinals for the life of me. It just <laughs> wouldn't come out of my head.
0: <laughs> I brag. I brag. Before we got out, I bragged about. Me always like give us have a moment of time because I always forget that that's what and then both times, both doing tonight, I've just completely black, blanked the both of them. <laughs> it's because NFL football is just starting again. We need to get ourselves back into the back into the swing of it. You get that well, back in, you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, as sure, Well, yeah, it's gone and ran away. This division last year, fireworks tinch, wouldn't it? It felt like it was gonna be a big division. It was so to speak. But the Seattle Seahawks sort of their demise and they were they sort of self imploded a little bit. The Arizona Cardinals went on a fantastic run. And then that all came crashing down. The Rams obviously going on to win the Super Bowl, but looking majorly impressive. All you have to bring Matt Stafford in, you have the 49ers who drafted Trey Lance. He was like Lance gonna start. Didn't really see Lance at all last year. Now it's all completely flipped. We've got the Seattle uh, Seahawks without Russell Wilson. We've got the 49ers without Jimmy Garoppolo. Trey Lance is definitely going to be, well, with Jimmy Garoppolo, however, Trey Lance has been, has been named the mm. starter um, from what I know. And um, and the Arizona Cardinals, though it was a lot of rumblings over the summer, they now have re-signed Kyler and got him to that big contract extension. However, some people don't feel like that was maybe the sensible option to do. I mean, how how do you feel about his division this year? It seems that it, it has just really flipped to, to feeling like the Rams are going to walk away with it in
1: a way. It's, it's still an exciting division, very much so. Mm. Despite the loss of Russell Wilson, we don't really know how the Seahawks are going to perform yet this year because no one's ever kind of seen that before. But... Mm. Again, you've still got strong teams in the, like the Rams, like you say, could easy walk away with it, but the Cardinals, as much as Andrew's going to hate me for saying this, I love Carlo Murray. I think he's a wicked QB and he's really good in that team. And like you say, they went on a wicked streak last year, doing loads of bits and winning plenty of games. And same with the 49ers, they're always a solid team. And mm. from what I've seen, Trey Lance has been looking fairly incredible in training camp and dropping some nice balls in and things. And they're always just a strong team. So I think, bar the Seattle Seahawks, that's still going to be a very exciting league to watch. And, yeah, <laughs> keep an what, eye on it.
0: What about yourself, Adam? Are you, are you keeping an eye on that division? Or are you just... I feel like you're on the side of the fence where Rams are going to run away with it.
2: Uh, not... I don't think they'll run away with it. Mm. I, I think they'll win it. Mm. Um, they've, they've, they're pretty much the same as last year. You know, I mean, I know that Odell's not there, but then they have bought in Alan Robinson. And to me, yeah. that's that's pretty much the same. Von Miller's gone, obviously. Um, but yeah, I feel like they're pretty much the same. Um, I like the 49ers. I think they're a, they're a strong team. They're a good, solid team for this. Love seeing what Trey Lance has been doing in the off-season. Thought he would be good last year. Didn't really get much of an opportunity. Um, but he seems to have developed a lot, and I think because of that, he's going to light it up a lot. Um, you know, going to be great for fantasy, so <laughs> definitely. Um, but definitely they've they've got a fantasy. great yeah <laughs> they've got a great squad there. I mean, that defense is still stacked at, at the Forty Niners. Um, great offensive weapons. Yeah, I I think they'll do well. Um, but I do think the Rams will the Rams will take it.
0: And do you think Seattle are going to plummet straight a lot down to earth? I mean, to be interesting, it's, it's weird seeing w- Wilson not in Seattle, but you know there is plenty of NFL fans out there that remember a time before Russell, um, and and I'm sure were, there's going to be plenty of fans after they are going to remember a time about Russell. However, his legacy was, for me, cemented and and was incredible in Seattle. However, I do I. Not that I know this for sure, but I never felt like it was truly his team. I always felt like it was what it was almost never fully handed to Russell. There was always that peak out. It was always a little bit about defense. And yeah, the Legion of Boom were incredible. But I, I've said for the last few years, Seattle can win any game they want at any given day of the week if they've got Russell Wilson in their team. They've now nah, not. They're bringing Drew Locke, a quarterback. Some would argue has not shown yet what he can do. Some believe he can really play, and some people are, are not on that side of the fence. I mean, Geno Smith is still there as well as the cover. They've still got incredible players like DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. They've brought in Noah Fant, who I really rate as a tie-end. They've now brought in Shelby, uh, Shelby Harris on D-line, at defence that's needed help for ages. I'm sure that is a little bit of help there. Do, do you think th- this is a turnaround? Is, is Carroll going to be sticking? Well, I, I, I'll let you answer this question first and then go on to the next question, I suppose. <laughs>
1: He's old. Yeah. Wait,
2: well, I, which I, should we do? Carroll or the other one? No, no, the first one. The first one. You go, Adam. <laughs> I, I think they're going to struggle. I, I, I think that Drew Locke or Geno Smith, there's not a lot there, to be brutally honest. I, I think they're going to suffer badly because of that. Pete Carroll wants to play a run-heavy offence. Well, he hasn't got the quarterback to do anything else, mm-hmm. to be honest. So, it's going to be a lot of that. But both his running backs have got injuries. You know, this is the other thing. It's like Kenneth Walker has just come out of the draft. He's just had a hernia op. Um, Rashad Penny has been struggling with injuries for years. It's like, mm. so both of them are going to struggle with that. The O line is okay, so it's not awful. Their D line is bad. It, it's mm. really not good. I, I think they're really going to struggle. And although they've got some great receivers in Metcalf and Lockett, who you know they'll be able to do stuff it's not like they're going to do nothing all season but it's just not going to be enough to do a lot i think when we were talking about the um, nfc east in the last one and we were saying about the giants and how if they can get six wins it'd be a decent you know like a decent season for them this is how i feel about the seahawks if they can get six wins they've done well so yeah i i just don't i don't see it and a lot of people seem to think their defense would be a bit better last year, and I remember getting a bit of stick for it online. But <laughs> I, I just, I don't see it, and I just don't mm. see it again this year either. And
0: I suppose, Tinch, you can answer the question: Is I mean, Carroll is at an age now where he's not going to rebuild, awesome. is he? Again, I mean,
2: what's what's happening with him moving forward?
0: No, Have you seen I mean, that?
2: He's... Have you seen that clip? Have you seen the video clip of him running along the the field? No. how old is he he's like 72 something like that (laughs) he's sprinting along the field like it's insane
1: yeah Um, I was going to say he's (laughs) he is quite old now and you know he might sit there for another year or so but if you know, shit goes... He's 70, already. just
0: to put the record straight, Seventy before, before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> If stuff goes south over the next couple of years and they're not doing very well, he'll either leave or I think he might be forced out if he's not kind of performing as he should, which hmm. is a big ask when you've lost a huge amount of your team like that, who you've worked with for years. And Like Adam says, he's very set on how he plays his team and then losing a lot of major players like that. You've got to find a way for something to work and if it doesn't, he may not last more than a couple of years because... He is old. He may leave. He may just get fired.
0: It's an interesting scenario in Seattle. However, I would like to talk about San Francisco 49ers because both of you allude to this. Is they, they seem to just always come back strong, don't they? It doesn't matter what adversity they go through. They get injuries. They they have, you know, you feel like it's going to be, they've lost a the play. And it's like, oh, no, the world's going to come down on them. Yet their defence is always consistent. The run game, They everyone steps up. Last year, they lost Raheem Mostert early, and it was like, oh, God, what are they going to do out Raheem? They're going to have to rely on the backups here. He's going to step up. Elijah Mitchell stepped up, became like a top 10 RB for the year. He was so well in fantasy, anyway, at least. He was he was awesome. They've still got – they've managed to keep on with Demo Samuel, got the extension sign there. we will hopefully have a fully fit season, we'd like to think. They've still got that great O-line. It's now just all about Trey Lance. And I, I, I'm really hoping this guy likes it up, at him. I know you said that he looked really good in in what you've seen so far. I'm really, really rooting for this guy. I really like the way he, he plays. And I'm, I'm really liking the, the person, you know, under the helmet, really. I'm really enjoying him in interviews and stuff like that. And uh, hopefully he could be a, a major success for uh, San Francisco.
2: Yeah, I, I think he will be. I, I think he's definitely got the talent to do it. He's got the arm. He's got the legs as well. You know, he's he's going to rush a lot of yards from the QB position, which is going to be great because it, it works in the Shanahan system. You know, that's the whole point. That's why these running backs work. So now you've got multiple running backs, a quarterback, and you've got their number one wide receiver who likes to rush as well. So, you know, I mean, you've got all sorts of people, coming at you from different directions and I just think that a lot of teams won't be able to deal with that the only sort of thing you know obviously for this season it will be his first season there will be some inexperience and he will basically make some make some cock-ups with it but I I just think that he's definitely one that in a couple of years he's going to be amazing and yeah I, I I think that the 49ers have found themselves another guy who's going to who's gonna make the difference. And that defense is still stacked, as we've said. And they've got good weapons on the offense. So, yeah. Uh, the, the one problem they've got is they've got to play the AFC West. So, not only have they got to play the Rams, they've got to play the four teams in the West as well. So, that's going to be t- – you know, you've got six games there that are going to be hard. So, yeah. But – Apart from that, I, I think they've got a decent a decent chance.
0: Since you alluded to earlier, and I'm gonna sort of quote a film that everyone loves out there, and rather than sell me the pen, I'd say sell me the Kyler. Because you were avidly saying I'm a big fan of Kyler, and uh I, I'm I'm not saying I don't, I just want you to sell me the Kyler here. What, what what why should I love this guy?
1: Uh, it's a funny one for me I love Carla so much because I did two years ago in fantasy and he seemed <laughs> <did> me incredible <laughs> but no I just think Andrew especially is oh, always too small he can't blur all this but he works so well in that pocket and he drops back nice and he always gets the ball where it needs to go and he's got a decent run game as well the guy's mm. fast on his legs and he spots little gaps and he always gets through and from what I've seen the past couple of years of him being there, he's been a very solid quarterback for that team. And I think he's sort of he's top tier QB for me. Definitely.
0: It felt like you're about to rebuke Adam. It felt like you were about to, to come back
2: at that. <laughs> you're not buying the kind I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not a massive pen. fan. I'm, I'm not a massive fan, I must say. Um he's just not for me. That's that's what it is. I, I think he's I can see his positives. I think he's great at rushing. Um, he's brilliant for fantasy, as Tinch said, but he's, he's just not who I would want as my quarterback. And uh, I kind of feel like I'm, I'm not really that bothered that he's a bit shorter and, you know, Andrew's always got this thing about how, how is he supposed to throw over these guys and stuff like that. <laughs> That's his but... favourite argument. <laughs> he can't see but... over them. How does
1: he throw the ball over them? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I, I just think that I'm not particularly keen on the guy himself. Mm. I think he's a bit, he's after the, he's after the limelight. I think he, he's desperate for the money when he's not necessarily done enough, in my opinion, to warrant the money. Uh, So, yeah, I just I don't really rate him as highly as what some people do. But I can still see the reason as to why the Cardinals have, you know, they kind of had to pay him to a certain extent, because if you've got a guy like that, you kind of have to pay him in order to keep him. Um, It's an interesting one. He definitely works in that team.
1: But yeah, him. in another team, I feel a lot of since they got him, they have almost built that and team sort of around him, not entirely around him, but they've definitely catered towards him and his, as you would with any team, his particular set of skills you he got as a QB, which may not, and it's possibly a high likelihood that it wouldn't work in other teams. No,
2: I think it works really well with Cliff Kingsbury, doesn't it? It's mm, like yeah. that, that's the that's whole point. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a little bit like what I think Trey Lance will do with Shanahan. I think it's the same sort of situation. But the the team itself, I I just find a bit meh. I I just I can't get excited about them. They're just kind of, you know. You I look do at agree team, with you on that. You
1: know? Yeah, yeah. Which is which is <laughs> why you know forgot their name.
2: That's why yeah. you forgot their name The <laughs> <laughs> meh problem,
0: so, isn't it? It's just meh.
1: They're always a they contender, always... but they're not a team that you look at and you I just think maybe even traditionally people don't get wildly excited about the Cardinals, do you? No, even though they've no. quite often been a big contender, especially in that but, division as well.
2: I I was just having a quick look you look at their defense and you just sort of think, okay, so you've got JJ Watt. I mean, that's a massive piece. You've got mm. Isaiah Simmons, I think he'll do well this year. Buda Baker is someone that we always kind of say is a decent player. Mm. And then it kind of starts falling off a little bit. And it's just mm. like there's not a lot there. There's, there's bits, but there's not a lot. Then you've got to factor in the fact that they're going to me- be missing Hopkins for the first six games, yeah, mm-hmm. which is, is going to be a, a big problem. Zach Hertz is going to be massive for them in them six games. You You know, he's the guy that they're probably going to end up leaning on. And he keeps getting injured, you know, and and then you sort of think, well, they brought in Marquise Brown. Well, that's not a bad person to bring in, but it's not amazing. You know, he's been, but maybe he'll be better. But at the same time, you're with, you know, a run first quarterback, which is exactly what Lamar was in Baltimore. So it's a really difficult one. It, It just kind of feels like, it feels like they've spent an awful lot of money put a lot into trying to get somewhere but i just don't see it happening
0: no i can't see it happening either i feel like it's just it's just not quite happening it it was meant to happen last year for them i really felt like we discussed it a lot we said why why they bought all these veterans like it's not going to work like they should be getting younger they've got young guys in and everything like that and then they performed the way they did and we were like oh this is incredible you know um Looks like we've uh, lost Tinch for the minute. I did think either this guy's got like nerves of steel and can and will never move ever again. All his cameras, <laughs> but it's okay. Maybe we'll see Tinch again. Maybe we won't. It's okay. Thank you for for coming on, um, my man. I'm sure we'll see him in fancy a lot more throughout the season. Um, but yeah, we we all said, didn't we, on the pod? Like last year was their year before you pay Kyler, get them. There. And then they got the vet names, and then we we heard the dribbles about both of our arguments, I don't like Kyler, the the man, maybe the leader. Yeah. I can't get that as ability, and that's why they brought the veterans into that leadership quality around the locker room. And now you lose people like Chandler Jones, who, again, when you say the defense is a bit meh, he was a big, a big yeah. defining force on that D line, and and won them, you know, won them some games in, in the history. He's been there, but I can understand why he's also moved on.
2: Yeah, it, it does feel a little bit strange. I mean, I, I know that you were you were very hot on them last year. I mm. I, I wasn't quite as hot on them, but I, I just... Mm. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I just kind of feel like they're just not... They haven't quite got it there at the moment. Mm. It, it feels like something's missing. I don't know if it's the coach. I don't know if it's mm. Murray himself or whether it's just that we just feel like it because we're not convinced by any of it. So... Mm. It is a little bit of a strange one. Um, I think they'll have a winning record. I think they'll do okay. But I, I just, I don't see them getting in the playoffs. And I, I think it's, again, I, I think, unfortunately, <laughs> it's going to be the Rams again.
0: <laughs> well, I so, said br- briefly, we haven't got that much time. If we'll finish up with the Rams, I suppose. We've not really talked to Rams because business as usual. It's just, it's... <laughs> you know, they they know what they are we you know what they are fans yeah. it, it's going to be business as usual surely they're always they've always clicking
2: yeah i i think they're going to be very good again they've got they've got the team the the one thing that does make me wonder if there might be a slight chink is that you have got matt stafford with this sort of elbow issue that he seems to have i think they've restricted how many reps he can do in practice at the moment if that becomes something then obviously they're in trouble. I mean, it's like, that because, you know, he's the reason that they've managed to get where where they tipped him over the line. So I think Stafford potentially being injured could be a big problem. If they need to, they'll just go out and buy who they need because that's what they do. So it's like they, they won't care about draft picks or the money they'll just go out and do it which you know I mean it, it's one way of doing it it's not the way that I would suggest is a great way but it, it worked last year so they're going to be as long as they keep it keeps working they're not going to complain Um like I say OBJ has gone or he might come back towards the end of the season but Alan Robinson's come in and yeah I think they just look like a, a great all-round squad again and I would be surprised if they weren't towards the top of the NFC altogether and then go for the, um, you know, go for the second Super Bowl.
0: Do you believe that as well? Do you think there's a second Super Bowl insights sight for, for the LA Rams, at least the NFC Championship?
1: There is, possibly not this year though, because the classic Super Bowl hangover, as is always talked about on the uh, BBC NFL show, their, it's their favourite <laughs> topic. I think it's definitely a thing because you do see a lot of teams kind of fall off the boat after they've won a Super Bowl. Some come back very strong, but I think a lot of the time there's always that kind of slow start to the season almost. So we may see that from the Rams, but like Adam said, they're still very much the same team, still very strong. And I think it's perfectly capable. I think they'll definitely be a playoff contender at
0: least. Well, I, I I think they're a player contender as well. I think they've definitely got to keep their eyes on that. They've, they've shored up the positions that, that you need to be good at in this league. Um, I'm not sure if Cooper will set the world alight as much as he did last year, but I still think he'll be great. <laughs> but yeah, last year was like a, an epic moment. So sort of it was like, a, that, that's not going to happen again. Anytime it's a high bar to
1: reach again, isn't it? <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, when you set that own bar, I suppose, that's when you go, oh, well, I'll try and reach that again anyway. But um, yeah. thank you thank you both for joining me to talk about the West tonight. I really do appreciate it. I know since you went off for a minute, but you came back, it's, it's no problem at all. But thank you for, I <laughs> <all>. <laughs> for, for, the, for the ending sequence, I suppose. Um, Looking forward to fantasy this year. You're hopefully going to be involved in the fantasy show a lot more. You get, um, we've got our draft only around the corner, which are um, you, know, you, you nervous about that? you've being here in. with the league champion as well, obviously. I cannot wait to
1: beat every single one of your miserable little teams in fantasy <laughs> again this year. And that's what I'm going what to say. What do you mean again?
2: That. What do you mean again?
1: Oh no, you're your first year, isn't it? Yeah. You got lucky first year winner. Fred, you did the same, didn't you, in your first year? Lucky.
0: I did. How did you do in your first year?
1: Absolutely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got auto-drafted Andy Dalton at quarterback. What did you expect from me? <laughs>
0: yeah. Adam, I, of course, thank you again for joining us with uh, with the Divisional Preview here tonight. While we're mentioning fantasy football, we have got our fantasy football draft coming out very soon. We're going to be doing it live. You may have seen the fantasy show last year where we talked about the Franchise our Podcast League. Well, this year it may not be just about the league. We might be going more in-depth on fantasy football, but to begin with, we're going to be having a lot of fun. Next Sunday, we'll be drafting from around 7, I believe. However, time is to be confirmed. We'll be doing it live. I'll be on live. Adam will be joining me from his home, and then we'll have a bit of a rotated guest. Andrew will be with us, Tinch will be with us, a lot of other friendly faces that are in the league. Talking a bit about our league, doing the draft live so you guys can see it, and also about fantasy football in general. going to be a really exciting night. And I hope that, you know, it was really worth seeing uh, Man United beating Liverpool and missing this show live tonight. Uh, Spoiler alert, just for anyone who didn't know about that. So sorry if i ruined the uh, match of day experience (laughs) for you. But get over yourself. You should have watched us instead. And it feels better than English football anyway. Bold bold statements on the Franchise Tag podcast. I really appreciate you guys being on. Thank you all for watching. Make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Go on all our socials. We'll be back with more divisional previews in the next coming weeks. We'll see you all very soon. Have a good rest of your week.